Welcome to a Latter-day Family Podcast. I'm Todd Michael. I'm Amber Michael. And this is the episode that almost never was. <laughs> you need to explain that it's again. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a good while. And that wasn't the plan. Well, it was kind of almost the plan, then it wasn't the plan, and then it became the default. Okay, so what does that That clarifies mean? it. <laughs> Moving Even on. I don't understand. How <laughs> we there? Um, all right, so let's back up. Let's not back up. We'll come, we'll circle back after. <laughs> so for various reasons, it was difficult to record for a few weeks at the, like back there in whatever month it was. We last we recorded. <laughs> I think it was March. Yeah. Um, and then when it was at the height of it being really challenging, we we're like, well, Maybe we need to just take a break from the podcast anyway and yeah. uh, focus on other things because we're trying to build our business and yeah. other stuff afoot. And then after like, what, two or three weeks of thinking we were just going to not do it and we realized that we wanted that that didn't feel right. Mm-hmm. Be like, well, we just don't have time for this right now. I guess we're going to have to drop it. Even right. We enjoyed doing it. Yeah. Then it occurred to us that not doing it or recording it weekly was a false dichotomy Uh (laughs) that we could record when we have time or aim for like a couple times a month or something like that. Yeah. So we're like, okay, this is great. So starting in uh, May, May, we'll be right on. I think even April, we're trying to get one in for April. Oh yeah, April. Sorry, I forgot it's May. And then we're, (laughs) (laughs) see, this is what happens. (laughs) Anyway, so long-winded story short. We intend on recording slightly less regularly than weekly on purpose, but do not anticipate letting this big of a gap happen mm-hmm. again yeah. on accident. Now to circle back around. So we're trying to build out our business and all that that entails. We're, we each have callings, Amber has two. We've got our kids. It's busy times. And Amber has been very nauseated (laughs) do you have any idea what makes a woman nauseated (laughs) let me explain (laughs) baby number five (laughs) so yeah surprise through for a while there but yeah you were nauseated on probably the last like four episodes i would say yeah i don't know go back and look at the dates Mm -hmm. no there were a few where she had like been up most of the night before and just was like pushing through. Um, but yeah, the, the, the last few times that we attempted to record, it was just brutal. Like mm-hmm. there was even one, I think that we started and then we couldn't get into it. Cause like the kid woke up or mm-hmm. whatever. It's just, yeah, it's been wild. So it's been a tough <laughs> surprise. A tough now you guys know, not many people do know, not cause we're trying to keep it a secret. No, we've told family. And a few other incidental people as it's come up, but mm-hmm. it's kind of old hat. Well, yeah. <laughs> when you are 
pregnant with your first child, everyone is really excited, usually meddling and telling you, what are you going to have kids? We're so excited to see yeah, some little so ones running around. Yeah, so it's kind of a more exciting to them mm-hmm. and you're more eager to tell them. Like, our la- you know, the last, the fourth one, it was still, I don't know, it was like medium mm-hmm. level of people reacting. They were still perfectly excited or kind or whatever. Um, but this time around, we're just like, well, we don't necessarily need to go out of our way to make yeah. a grand announcement. We're not excited. We no, we're like, super excited. We're like, we'll just kind of let it come up as it comes up. And then the added troll will be if there are people who never interacted with us yeah. during this span, <laughs> we'll just post some family photos on Facebook be and they'll be like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> who's uh-huh. that baby? <laughs> like, what? Oh, then they've been here the whole time. What are you talking about? <laughs> I've always had five kids. <laughs> it just gets to the point where you're like, you're around people and it's awkward to be like, you're just talking about the weather, or whatever. You're like, hey, we're having another baby. <laughs> yeah, hey, by the way, it has to come up somewhat. Did naturally. you wonder if I'm just fat? <laughs> <laughs> I keep teasing Amber because yes. it's the ultimate troll. <laughs> she hasn't told any of the really steady women, even though she teaches in front one, of them. She's in primary, I guess. Actually. All right. She's up there teaching in front of them at least <laughs> once a month. <laughs> and then she has her partner in her college. She's activity day leader. And she has her, her counterpart that they run the bi-monthly um meetings and she hasn't told her just let me finish okay so i just keep laughing because i'm like <laughs> i understand that you have there's reasons why it hasn't come up but i have no <laughs> doubt that part of you is really delighted knowing <laughs> that know they want to know and are wondering but are not asking and <laughs> it's just going to get farther and farther um. along they're like, oh, what? Oh, you didn't know? Okay, oh. I do enjoy messing with people. <laughs> and it's possible you keep bringing this up. So it probably is subconsciously happening. <laughs> but um, yes, I do want to tell the lady that I do activity days with. But as like the last, you only do them every other week. And then for the last like couple months, I've been getting there because I pick up other kids on the way there. I've been getting there like right, right as we're starting or like right before and we're just having to set up and stuff. So it's like not coming anytime when i can yeah, bring it's it another up. one of those blurred out <laughs> situations right. yeah to blur it out but. so i know you're in the middle of the instructions for the activity but i just wanted to interject for a moment to say honestly i'm just waiting for one of the kids to say something and then i'll just <laughs> yeah. say in front of the activity because you know how yeah, seven and eight year olds are yeah. you're like you're getting pretty fat <laughs> yeah is there a baby in there or are you just fat my mom said some women are just fat i know so i'm just waiting for that and then all i can say and it's pretty funny but yes anyway so you get to be we decided to mention it on the podcast (laughs) one because it has to do with the explanation of why the long gap yeah and two because the few the proud the latter-day fam are uh the ones who care about us enough to deserve to know because you know sometimes posting it on social media is kind of a pearls before swine situation anyway yeah a lot of times so it's fun to actually tell people that uh we excited know for you. Yeah, we'll be excited for us and know what a blessing that is to our family while also adding to the intrigue that is the <laughs> journey of the Michael family from California to Arkansas. Yeah. Been real guys. Progress. <laughs> I decided yeah. to go for another <clears throat> one. <laughs> we had joked like probably a month or two before we found out um like the only thing that could make this situation 
more crazy as if we decided to have a baby right now. Yeah. And at that point, we didn't have health insurance. <laughs> so that added to why it seemed even more crazy. Yeah. Just for those listening, okay, but we have health insurance. Yes, so but here's to the miracle yes. that came from this is that we found out we were having this baby and literally within that week, we got paper saying that our health insurance had gone through. Right. And for Amber, me, and Amber was the first one that had gotten approved. So it was yeah. like her card number and paperwork yes. and everything arrived like exactly when she needed right, it. Right, when we found out. So that she so could get to the doctor. a huge... Um, miracle really yeah that was a huge blessing because then the other ones didn't come for super long after right. that yeah it's it's a it's been a fun and interesting and humbling experience on on many levels but the coolest part for me has been like the reality of how we are indeed all beggars like we all rely on the same god mm-hmm. for what we have and um we've never been affluent We've never been in the at the point where we had, you know, a huge excess. And so it's not like it was some awakening for me, but it's just really dri- driven home the reality that like, while we have um, what we have and while we can see where it comes from, like people who don't acknowledge that it comes from God are no less reliant on God. So in other words, somebody who has, you mm-hmm. know, millions of dollars, it still is coming from God. They still are just as vulnerable to it being taken away at any uh-huh. moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and they still are accountable for what their priorities are. And that's been the most interesting part, you know, like I, I still feel just as accountable with how I spend my time as I ever have um and maybe more so with the awareness that like yes we need to focus on income and we can't just like feed our kids grass yeah but at the same time like realizing how many more valuable things there are to fill my day than just making money whereas like before you know i had a job that paid enough for us to get by mm-hmm. but so many hours of my day were wasted because i was stuck at a job putting in the hours because that's what was required of me, mm-hmm. even though the work was, you know, maybe four hours of work in a day, I was there for eight. Yes. And so most of that time was just kind of trying to keep busy. So I didn't feel guilty for wasting time at work. Yeah. Whereas now it's like, I can do the things that I'm, I'm doing and, and be making the progress that we're making and working on it. But then all this other time is freed up to where when there is a service opportunity when someone does need help or mm-hmm. one of my ministry That's families true. needs something or the kids need something or you need, you need something, yeah. whatever the case is, I have that flexibility. And it makes me realize that like what the Lord values and what we will remember as being the most valuable things that we did with our time mm-hmm. are so different from what the world values. Cause most people of the world would look at my situation and be like, you fool. Yeah. What are you doing? Like you're, yeah. you're running your family into the ground. You need to be doing 10 other things to make money right now. Or else, Cause mm-hmm. what, what could happen? What about, what if, Yeah. whereas like all the assurance I need is, okay, is this the path God wants me to be on? Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see where it leads. Yeah. I've had uh, like a few months ago, I was sitting in sacrament meeting and I was feeling kind of like it was one of those times when like the kids were being extra bad so it was harder to feel the spirit for me. You guys distracted more, I guess. Yeah. 
And I was feeling kind of like more, had been one of the harder days with uh, feeling discouraged like about our situation and yeah. worried about it. And I had like a specific, uh, I don't know how to say it, like impression of like a physical force field, like I guess type of thing, or like a, you know, pavilion is like, if you're going to yeah. say that, yeah. like over like where I was. Yeah. And um, so it made me think about that, that like just vision came into my mind of like a thing over the top of us. Just, Interesting. And uh, it has really been that way quite a bit. Yeah. We're like, we'll think we're having a harder time with something and a problem will arise that we don't know how to solve. And it will, the like ways to fix it, I guess, yeah. <laughs> or remedy any of the like things that we're challenged with, right. it presents itself. Right. Yes. Yeah. And it's not like, you know, oh, and then it was easy. Yeah. No, <laughs> but it's, it's so hard not insurmountable yeah so it just feels like god really is watching over us even when a lot of times you can't see that that is there that he is literally there watching over you and protecting right. you maybe you're not like having overabundance of like suddenly we're millionaires of nowhere here. Right. so right. we just there's all the problems solved. someone offered us some farmland that they didn't want <laughs> exactly <laughs> so it's not like that but little things here and there yeah. that assure you that god is watching over you and right. that you have what you need and the things that matter most exactly like our kids health and the relationship uh within our you know the relationships in our home and the, peace in our home and our faith and our testimonies those are all blessings that have been so abundant yeah so it's it's easy to look at from the worldly sense and be like well we are not making millions yet so god must not be blessing us mm -hmm. we must be doing something wrong or whatever mm -hmm. but you look at all these other areas even the literal growth of our family like having mm -hmm. another child huge blessings mm -hmm. and i don't feel condemned now, does that mean that it's not still hard? Yeah. Well, of course not. Still, it, yeah. it can suck and it can be hard yeah. and it can be a multitude of blessings at the same time. It seems like all too often people will, you know, fear, favor one for the other because they're afraid of admitting both are true. Like yeah. they are afraid if they admit that they're recognizing blessings that the people around them will assume that everything's going great and mm -hmm. not know that they're struggling mm -hmm. or vice versa though they're afraid that if they admit that it's hard that they're somehow being unfaithful or unrighteous and yep. neither are true yep exactly all right well that concludes part one of this podcast <laughs> part two will be recorded later when we don't have a little almost two-year-old in our lap who, next time he sleeps yeah he just woke up from his nap and threw up on me so <laughs> welcome to the show folks <laughs> taking you along for the ride all the highs and the lows all right we'll try again later And we are back. Much later in the day. So much has happened. <laughs> Lawn mowing, ministering, other Home stuff. School. Oh, that already happened. <laughs> what else? Laundry. Anyway, uh, yeah. So speaking of it being challenging to record the podcast, that was a great example. But uh, we're here now. 
at 10 something or what is it? Nine something. Nine something. Okay. Yeah. Nine something. That's good. It's early. Yeah. One of the kids I, messed up the clock in the bedroom and then I was taking our, our youngest in there yeah. tonight and I was like, it's 10 o'clock already. <laughs> Freaking out. I got my cell phone out. Like, okay. Some kid turned the knobs on that. If they had done it the other direction, I would think they were scamming to stay up late. No. But in that direction doesn't do anyone any favors. Yeah. Let's face it. It was probably one of the two youngest. They I don't know. Have all time. Yeah. They just saw the knob and were like, curious. <laughs> um, anyway, so I think we were last talking about um, just the admit I was talking about admitting that things are hard when they're hard and also admitting that they're a blessing when they're a blessing and that mm-hmm. they're not mutually exclusive you can admit that something is challenging for you and is stretching you and you feel that you're in the refiner's fire mm-hmm. and simultaneously you can rejoice mm-hmm. in the experience and the growth that you know will come from it even when it sucks mm-hmm. I mean you see it in the scriptures all the time with like the not just with the Laman and Lemuel types, but with yeah. like Nephi or Sariah, yeah. um, where they're like, sometimes have a hard time and they complain about it a yeah, little bit. Yeah, they'll murmur. And they, even tonight when we were reading from Come Follow Me this week, Moses was like whining and complaining to the Lord yeah. about like, <laughs> like, I'm sick just of being in charge of all these people. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much. It's all the valley so girl about funny. it. It's, Oh, as if they want meat, just kill me. <laughs> yeah, but, so it's it's a nice perspective though, because yeah. he was like one of the prophets of the old testament. He did a ton. The Lord relied on him a ton. Yeah. And I mean he was he had like six hundred thousand people he was in charge of. Yeah. So you and but then also in that same interaction, like he was humble enough to yeah. then receive counsel. So yes. I think sometimes getting that out of the way prepares your heart to then be humble and receive. If you just dwell on it, you know, there's people, you can see examples of both extremes. Mm -hmm. There's people who only ever complain, like no matter what good comes to them, Mm -hmm. they're going to complain about the one blessing they're still waiting for Mm -hmm. or the one thing that isn't working out for them. And then there's people who no matter how on the real crappy things can be they'll never get real mm-hmm. and they'll give you the flowery fake version because they want to project and yeah. like almost sometimes it's from a sanctimonious perspective sometimes it's from just like a i don't know how to deal with it sorry ignore Shoving it but off, yeah, yeah yeah all of the above though whether you're dwelling overly dwelling on the negative or overly dwelling on a false version of positive they're mm-hmm. both annoying as all get out. Yeah. I can't stand it. <laughs> those are hard for us. Our personality <laughs> types don't handle those well. And I think there's power in admitting both. So yeah. we feel immensely blessed and immensely stressed. Yeah. Blessed and stressed. <laughs> That's a hashtag that needs to be created. <laughs> no, it isn't. <laughs> You'll do it anyway. <laughs> I might title the episode Blessed and yeah. Stressed, though. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> anyway, um, what else? Feels like this is a all things our lives update for the last little while. Yeah. We've uh I don't know, we've not been doing a whole lot. We've mostly been home. Yes. We've, we've been, been talking... home more than we've ever been really yeah. <laughs> in our lives before, which is kind of weird. I know, because even when I had summers off or you know, like whatever paid holidays during the year, I had like a three-day weekend or something. Uh-huh. Um we'd always go out and do stuff because a we 
had a certain amount of income, we knew we were going to get more the next month. Mm-hmm. So we could pretty easily budget and know like, oh, we have money to do these things. Do these, Let's yeah. do these. Um, we knew the area. So we knew all the like right. little nuances. We knew all the stuff we could do. do. Here, it's like living off of savings makes us much less likely to blow, waste money yeah. or blow a large amount at a time just because that's unwise. And then, uh, yeah, we're just not as familiar with all the things to do. So, yeah. We've just been really busy with setting up a lot of things. Like it's one thing when you move and you're setting up just your home, that's a lot of work and it's on its own, yeah. but then starting a business from nothing. Yeah. Um, it's a lot. <laughs> so, right. and you know, we're starting, we had to new start ward, new callings, here. New, yeah. yeah, new ward, new callings. We're trying to be not closed off to just whenever people want to do stuff with us or need our help to say, no, like we're busy. We're yeah. trying to be open with that. We've talked about unless that we're before. Sick. Yeah, unless we're sick, which, which is happens constant. a lot. Yes. But I feel like we've been more involved with the ward in those ways. Yeah. Like, so all good stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, the whole experience since we've been here has just been surreal because like, there are aspects that are similar to what I envisioned, but a lot of things are just like there was no way to prepare for it. Mm-hmm. So living it, it's not until I can kind of look back and take account of like each month at a time and be like, okay, this is what we accomplished. Mm-hmm. This is what happened. And they, oh, here's what we've learned. Or, mm-hmm. um, but day, like day to day, I feel completely out of body experience most days, like just totally Still, surreal Yeah, in so, good ways and stressful ways. Yeah. But it feels a lot less stagnant than we were for a long time when we were in California. Right. Um, Because I remember us talking for like years before we moved here, feeling like constantly as though we were on the verge of something important. (laughs) You know, like it was an unsettled feeling all the time. Yeah. And we were wondering if like for years and we would talk about it like we can't wait for this feeling to go away because we don't feel settled at all. Yeah. And I think that came down to us needing to move and preparing our minds for it. Yeah, we were dragging our feet. We didn't know how to make it happen. And so we kind of just gave up, which was. <laughs> yeah, which, you know, it is what it is. Let us to where we are. Yeah. And maybe it wasn't the right timing, too. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. We had three kids there, four kids there. <laughs> it could have so, even been, you know, like the Lord needs to prepare you a certain amount before you're ready to receive the next step or, the, yeah. you know, receive the blessing that he has in store for you. So could have even just been a refining process mm-hmm. to go from being dead set against ever leaving the state yeah. to being ready to receive the revelation that we had to move across the country mm-hmm. of all places mm-hmm. to a, a state and a city in that state that we'd never been to, never heard of, mm-hmm. had no family and no contacts and never. It's true you know knew anything about until it was revealed to us so yeah i'm not here to monday morning quarterback it but it definitely yeah it was years of just like we don't feel settled we don't feel right just keeping the status quo yeah and we don't feel like anything that we do here will be permanent or will be long term so kind of felt like everything was like fake not fake but just like Okay, I'll go through the motions and go to this activity, yeah. board activity, yeah. but I'm not actually gonna be here for very long. Or it's hard oh, to want to can... invest in any of that stuff. Yeah, because... I felt like a, a visitor more than a yeah, like I lived there. I mean, we were in our last board for like 
nine or 10 years. And then say for the first five years or so, we were like trying a little harder oh, yeah. to like fit in in the ward and things like that. But for whatever reason, we didn't really get super close with anybody in the ward. Yeah. And then that last four years, we kind of given up for a lot of reasons because probably because we tried those other years, but also because we knew we were going to move. We're like, well, what's the point? Yeah. And I'm not I saying agree. that was the right choice. No, but that's how not, it went yeah, down. I'm just saying that's how yeah. it was, not saying that was the best yeah. or that they were horrible <laughs> or whatever. It's nothing like that. But I feel like since we've moved here, and this is something I thought about a lot because we was teaching in Relief Society on Sunday, and the talk that I had chosen to do was from last conference from President Nelson with the uh, spiritual momentum that he right. talked about. And feeling like ever since we made the decision to actually move here, then our momentum has been pretty positive. Yeah. <laughs> it has the stagnancy left. Yeah. Even before we moved, like once we decided we're moving and started taking the steps to make oh, it yeah. happen, even when we didn't know how it was going to work out. Right. It felt very much like we were moving forward. Even now when we don't know how when everything's going to work out right. we're still in the middle of it still feels like we're moving forward not like yeah. in the old days when we yeah. were stuck well what's funny is like every time we try to do something to hinder sticking with the, the kind of the path that the lord has revealed to us mm -hmm. that's what feels stagnant yeah which from a worldly standpoint would should be the opposite right because mm -hmm. like the things that have felt stagnant are things like getting a day job yeah. or, like, yeah. you know, um, doing part-time work mm -hmm. to supplement and focusing less on the business. Yeah, it's or, not like we're just idiots. We haven't you know, considered like, these things. Yeah, <laughs> like all the things that everyone who's staring at us thinking, what the Why blank are they are doing? Why are these people doing this? Like, or some who will remain nameless who flat out just said to me, like, why don't you just do this? Yes. Um, it's all the obvious answers, but you know, you have to wonder how much of that is built in, like is baked into the plan. Like the Lord isn't going to reveal stuff to us. That's just obvious what you would do anyway. Like if he has yeah. to reveal a plan to you, it's probably because it's what you wouldn't have naturally done. Yes. So then by virtue of it being a different path than your inclination, you actively have to stay on it. You can't just trust that your intuition is going to keep you on it mm -hmm. or that you're going to feel comfortable being on it because mm -hmm. I would feel more comfortable if, you know, we had saved a chunk of money as for a down payment and mm -hmm. stayed in debt, for yeah. example, like mm -hmm. logically that would have felt way better and just been like, yeah, we're going to carry some debt for maybe the next five years but we can buy a house and we can yeah. build some equity and we can do these other things and yeah whatever, but that wasn't what we were led to do. So yeah. getting completely out of debt is a huge blessing and I'm super thankful for it, mm -hmm. but it's not, it didn't come through decisions that were instinctive no. or things that felt comfortable. Yes. Yeah. Not at all. Um, I still think about it sometimes. I'm like, why do we pay that? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I know. We should have kept it. <laughs> and then there's just things that like, you know, I, we, we spend time or, or, I mean, I want to say waste time, but it's not necessarily waste, but mm -hmm. we spend time fretting about that are these like nitty gritty details 
And then we'll have these like consider the lilies of the field moments mm-hmm. where the Lord's like, um, yeah, I already had a plan for that. Here. Yeah. So just some small examples. Our, our um, oldest kids needed clothes. Like we primarily operate off of hand-me-downs mm-hmm. or fine used clothes. Yeah, when we were in California, I just was like in the habit of going to the Goodwill all the time. Yeah. So I would just stock up upcoming sizes because and again, like, we had monthly income. Was harder. So as long as we were living paycheck to paycheck, yeah. but actually living paycheck to paycheck, mm-hmm. we were good. So we knew kind of we had a certain budget. Yeah. Since so we we've gotten here. Ahead of time, use a little at a time. Yeah. And we were good. Well, we're not spending excess if we can help it. Mm-hmm. And um there aren't as many thrift store options mm-hmm. here. I mean, there's thrift stores, but the quality is lower. Yeah, and it's not as much like if you can't do it ahead, you can't find like a whole wardrobe right. for your kid. Like the month they need it, right? You have to be shopping like years ahead and put them away. Right. So, long story short, our two oldest needed clothes, mm-hmm. and we were stressing about it and thinking like, okay, do we take a chunk of what little we have left in the bank and trust that? it'll all work out or Mm -hmm. do we make them wear like the same three pants and (laughs) two shirts and just you know deal with it which would be fine down to the last wire we could have bought them stuff right we could but like i'm saying like are we do we be careful and make them wait Mm -hmm. do we spend the money but then know that like that's another chunk out of the secure savings that we're trying to be frugal with Uh uh-huh and then out of nowhere, like from separate people in the Lord, we were given tons of clothes for each of the kids. Their like exact size. The sizes they need, high quality clothes, great styles. Like mm-hmm. couldn't have asked for a better wardrobe. Seriously. Literally just dropped at our, on we our didn't door. Even like go to the people's houses yeah, and pick the people, them up. They were so kind. They brought them to us. And there's no way other than like having a general awareness of our situation. There's no way that it was like, oh, well, you know, so-and-so hurt themselves. So we hadn't talked to anyone outside of us. Mm-hmm. So it's, again, it's like these seemingly small things, but it's evidence that the Lord is aware of our needs mm-hmm. before we are even aware of them. And yeah. he has a plan for them before we have a chance to freak out and, and um, yeah. you know, end up up a creek. Another example is our uh, part of our rental contract requires that we take care of the lawn. Obviously, we want the lawn to be mowed anyway because we want our kids to play on it. But like, yeah. there's there's no one's paying for service. It's up to us. So when we first got here, I was borrowing a lawnmower and that worked okay in a pinch. Then around Christmas time, a family gave us a lawnmower, which has been super helpful. Um, and then just like a month ago, another family was like, hey, I have a weed eater and a leaf blower that I don't need anymore could you use those and I've been I had been saving up planning on buying those so Uh another money saving gift that was like totally out of the blue he'd never been to our house he didn't know he didn't know that I needed those things I know he just was getting rid of them yeah they just moved into the ward but I helped them move so he knew who I was Mm -hmm. and then he like texted me hey could you use these things so again it's not it's not like we're just, you know, only focusing on what we don't have. Like, it's so easy to see the hands of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And all of those moments are encouraging and yeah. exciting. And then at the same time, you feel the very real weight of like, okay, here's how much money we have. Here's how many months we mm-hmm. could survive at the end of that. What do we do 
if income hasn't increased by this amount. Like there's real decisions to make and real things, you know? So it's exciting. It's stressful. It's um, there's moments of peace, moments of fear. I will say I feel more fearful when I um, I'm farther from the spirit. Like Mm -hmm, when I'm having a spiritual moment or experience or just on days when I'm able to be more spiritually minded, I feel super secure and the blips when the fear comes in are always when I've like gotten angry about something yeah. or I'm just not being careful with my thoughts or whatever it is yeah. that drives the spirit away. And then I'll find on those days, I look back, I'm like, oh, that's yeah. what started this spiral to feel. being Mr. Negative. I'm a failure. What did I do to our family? Yeah. You know, that type of stuff. <laughs> I know. I anyway. So it's been real. It's been wild. Yeah. It's been a stressed fun, and blessed. Yeah, fun exercise <laughs> though in like trying to see blessings as blessings because, yeah. and miracles because right. it's easy to see the giant ones, but they're happening every day. Yeah. Well, I, um, one of our Sunday school teachers a few weeks ago, we were talking about the children of Israel um, and the parting of the Red Sea. And in the discussion, we were talking about mana miracles and red sea miracles and how like all of Mm -hmm. us will have these touchstone moments in our lives where we'll have these red sea miracles that you know we'll share and we'll remember and be like oh that was such a moving moment for me yeah but how often do we overlook you know decades long miracles yeah that are mana miracles that Mm -hmm. are so easy to take for granted because they've always been there or because they were seemingly small but then when you look at them and take them in as a whole like the the constancy of them Mm -hmm. they're magnificent they're they're life-sustaining they opened up opportunity for further miracles um and so it's been to your point it's been cool to see that because yeah we've got loads of mana miracles that we can look back and see Mm -hmm. interspersed and so it's easy to overlook and it's easy to take it for granted. But if you just take that moment to think about it, they don't, they don't pale at all. Yeah. All right, y'all. Well, this is probably one of the more monotone monologue episodes you'll have to sit through. So <laughs> maybe you'll be grateful for the period of time that you didn't have to listen to us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or we could be being unintentionally funny, like our, our dating one. Yeah. Uh, there you go. <laughs> uh yeah, uh, Jack Black not. loved the... <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah it's it's been cool to see the progress and it's been exciting to be still be mid miracle in, in a lot of ways. Like we're not we don't have the and that's when I made my first million story <laughs> to look back on and be like, and everything turned out fine. Yeah. Everything isn't fine. <laughs> we have faith that it will be, but we're not financially secure. We are living on a wing and a prayer. Very much in the air. Yeah. Our business is built out, but we don't have enough customers to sustain it yet. Like there are many more obstacles to overcome, but we feel the hand of the Lord in our lives. Yes. And that's what matters most. Yes, absolutely. So uh, if you have future topics that you'd like to hear, since we are doing a little more sparse recording, mm-hmm. um, we'd love to focus in on, you know, more deliberate. To, again, today was a little more meandering because we were just 
wanted to get one going, but um, our goal is to have our, our focus be a little more direct in the future. So if you have topics you'd like us to talk about, or if you want to come on as a guest and talk, mm-hmm. by all means, let us know, send us a DM. It's been fun to see like, it's like our core five or so. We've got some <laughs> super fans that whether or not we post, they're pretty much texting or DMing us no matter what yeah. with their life uh, situations or their that. thoughts or like, hey, this is going on. What do you think? And that's fun. <laughs> we like that. So yeah. keep that up. And uh, any other last words of wisdom before we fall asleep and I go have a histamine attack oh. from mowing the lawn? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think we're good. <laughs> We've seen them suffer enough already. you long enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hope you too are blessed and stressed. Bye, everybody. Bye.